Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today, we're going to pick up uh, where we started last week, uh, talking a little bit about uh, how we should properly grow as a business. And and today, we're going to transition a little bit into talking more about the employee development side. And I'm going to do a, a deeper dive on a, on a future podcast uh, in regards to developing employees in, in a number of different areas and in areas that we may want to consider focusing on when we're going about uh, developing our employees. But today, we're going to talk a more focus a little bit more on the growth process in our business. Just a brief recap uh, for last week, if you didn't hear it, or just simply as a reminder that when we, uh, when we talk about growing a business, there are a few different areas that we want to make sure that we focus on uh, as we are going through the growing process. Uh, and uh, first of all, we, um, we talked about more of the, uh, the foundational components, and today we'll get more, a little bit more into the um, logistical side. But the foundational components when growing a business, uh, making sure, first of all, we have our avatar clearly defined. Secondly, being very selective as to the work uh, that we uh, that we bring on. And then thirdly, uh, making sure that our personnel, that our team members are all in alignment. And uh, so in today, we're going to focus a little bit more on the team member side and maybe giving them a little bit of instruction, a little bit of help as it relates to uh, making sure that uh, we are growing the business and doing it properly, but also making sure that as we grow the business that we also are focusing on growing our employees. And uh, we uh, just finished having our weekly team meeting as we do on uh, Monday. I'm recording this on a Monday. On Monday mornings, uh, we meet as a team. And in your business, you probably too, you have uh, you know, kind of probably a weekly meeting uh, with, uh, with your team or with your department. And, uh, and, in, and in those meetings, uh, I always want to make sure that I'm, I'm kind of focusing on one or more of these areas and that we talk a little bit about the development piece uh, as well. And so it's something that we always want to consistently be doing. In our meeting this morning, uh, we, we have the opportunity to take on yet more clients and another, another phase of growth. And so it's always kind of a reminder, we need to make sure that we're, we're working in these certain areas. And today we talk a little bit about making sure that our processes are, are a little bit more grounded, make sure that we're following our processes, just some basic reminders there as we enter into this new phase of growth. So once the, uh, the business is, uh, is growing and we've addressed many of those foundational components that I mentioned here a few minutes ago, and talked about a little bit last week, uh, that we really need to kind of begin to uh, focus uh, on the team members, especially, and making sure that we're growing them as, uh, during the process of growing the business as well. So one of the first uh, areas that you're going to want to take a look at, and it's something I know even in my businesses that we that we constantly have to be looking at, is making sure that you're uh, uh, kind of dealing with the struggle of, do I take on fewer higher paying clients or do I take on uh, a lot more kind of a lower uh, level type paying clients? Now, it doesn't mean that uh, one direction is better than the other. It's just simply a decision uh, that uh, that that you're going to want to make. Are you, is your business going to be more of a little bit more of a boutique type of a business to where it's very, very clearly defined and uh, you know exactly uh, the type of client that you're going to want to bring on. You have a higher price point, you have higher quality products, or are you going to be at the other end of the spectrum? Okay. Are you going to be kind of more of a, of a Walmart mentality? You're going to get stuff as cheaply as possible, try to sell it all on volume and not focus as much on, uh, on kind of more of that higher paying type of a clientele. Like I said, not one is not uh, right or wrong. Uh, of course, we have our preferences in the way that, that we go about doing our shopping or the way that we go about engaging uh, maybe uh, certain professionals uh, that may come alongside us and help us. We may be looking more for uh, we may be looking more for uh, you know, kind of a, a price point over over quality, and but whatever the case may be, you want to make sure that that is clearly defined. So going back to what we talked a little bit about last week is that avatar. And so that particular avatar has to be uh, constantly communicated and then also discussed with your team. 
And so when it comes to uh, whether it's your, if you have a sales team and they're the ones that are kind of doing the, you know, kind of the determination of whether or not this particular client or this customer is going to be one, uh, one uh, that is a, a good fit for us, or is it one of those things that you're going to be just you know, kind of driving your sales team to say, okay, you know what, we're, we're more about quantity. And so that's going to have a little bit of a different training perspective. So regardless of what direction that you're wanting to go, uh, you need to make sure that you're developing your team members uh, accordingly. And I think also it's one of those things that you can't do both. And so um, that also has to be part of the, uh, part of the, uh, uh, part of this process as well when you're developing your employees. So answering or addressing the question or a similar type of a question of, uh, do we, are we going to have fewer higher paying clients uh, or do we want many, um, uh, many lower paying clients? If you're trying to take both of them on, it's going to become a real distraction. So the owners and sales team must clearly understand who does and who does not meet kind of that, that criteria, that, that avatar. And, uh, and so this is going to be kind of one of those things you need to communicate this with your team, have those conversations. Okay. Well, I talked to this prospective customer. This is kind of what's going on. Do you think that this is somebody that we do or don't want to take on. And as, as the owner in, in my business, and I still do most of my sales calls, and that's going to that's gonna start to change a little bit. But anybody who's a prospective client, kind of on the front end, uh, many times want to get a little bit of a, maybe the email or whatever the case may be. I'm kind of able to quickly defi- uh, determine whether or not this client is a good fit for us. But sometimes it becomes a matter of a phone call. And so we end up hopping on a Zoom or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's a face-to-face meeting. And we start to try to determine whether or not that, uh, that this client is going to be one that we feel that we can serve well. Sometimes I'll go back to the team and say, okay, this is, this is kind of what we're looking at. Is this something that we feel like we want to take on? Okay. And so, but uh, a lot of those conversations uh, are not going to need to be had if you have that avatar clearly defined and you know what direction you're going. So, uh, secondly, um, make sure that you put processes, utilize technology, and adequately train so team members can become more efficient at their work. And mostly, really want to try to drive them into having a little bit of a, of a project management uh, mindset. Uh, I have one in my business. You may have one in yours. I have a, a dedicated person inside of our team that oversees all the management of the of the of the projects, or what we call workflow inside of uh, inside of the firm. And uh, so we want one person that that's on point uh, as it relates to the processes. However, the entire team needs to be trained on this. Okay. And so kind of going back to what we talked about here a minute ago about trying to determine uh, the type of customer. If you're trying to serve every customer, anybody that calls, uh, you want to bring on as a client because you want to have this kind of this, you know, grow the businesses as large as you can, things are going to fall apart because the processes that need to be in place for efficiency are going to be a lot different if you're dealing with more of a kind of just a serve as many clients as you can at the lowest price point as you can, that's going to look a lot different than having fewer higher paying clients. So you want to make sure that those processes are shored up and those processes align with the type of client that you're working with. The same thing with the technology. So the technology that you use inside of your business, is it one that is a, kind of a one that is, is more meant for many lower paying clients? Or do you want to have technology that people are willing to pay a little bit more for your services because you are able to utilize technology and work with them uh, in, a, in a more of a kind of a, in a boutique way, in a more specialized way, in a more focused way? 
So I know, you know for us, we have uh, we have different tools and different technology that we use to be able to help provide KPIs, for example, for a client, or to be able to provide uh, some some tax strategy uh, type numbers and, and things of that nature. And so we pay for that. We pay for that software and uh, and pay for that pay for that technology. And so uh, and I know I can pay for it because my clients are willing to be able to pay for it because I'm taking on fewer higher paying clients and that's what they're looking for. Okay, so making sure that your uh, your processes, your technology, and that you're training uh, to that technology and to the uh, to the processes with your team. To, so as your business grows, they become a lot more uh, specialized and working in those areas of processes and that and and, and in those uh, uh, certain technology pieces. Okay, and so uh, and then also that they have a project management a mindset, meaning that uh, they they kind of understand the flow of the of the work from from the start to the to the finish and then also what did the relationship look like in perpetuity so uh it's kind of one that they're able to kind of have a visualization of the back end and once again this is going to require a lot of effort and on the uh, on the owner of the business if you have a small business or if you have a, a team member dedicated uh to this particular area and also, you want to make sure that you're training beyond just the processes of doing the work, but also on how to help manage uh, energy and focus. And uh, I'm one that's really, really big inside of my business that we don't always just talk about work, okay? But we also kind of make sure that we're addressing and talking about from time to time those other components. Sometimes it may be prudent, maybe health issues inside of your business, maybe bring somebody in that can kind of to help them, uh, making sure that they um, that they're they're addressing those particular areas. And and uh, making sure that we that we're all um, mentally where we need to be inside the business, and so bring in outside people if you can in those training components. So as your business grows, your people are also growing, not just in the area of the work, but also personally. Okay, so that that there's that good balance there. So, um, and if you're doing this type of thing, if you're helping your team members in other areas outside of just on the processes and on the workflows, it's really going to help strengthen your culture. And uh, and I think it's one that it, it also provides a message uh, to the team that you care about them as individuals, not just as a person inside of the business uh, or, um, to essentially get the work done and for you to monetize. Uh, next, always be looking for ways to provide solutions that are that are uh, that are transformational uh, for the client. So be looking for for solutions that really the client can take and it can really transform uh, their their business. If you're in a B2B business, if you're in a B2C type business, what is something if you're selling a product or a service, is this something that can really change the type of client? Now, if you're out there selling selling toilet paper, okay, it's a little bit different than uh, maybe if you're out there um, and, and a lot of our clients are in real estate and and um, and and so it's kind of one of those things that you want to make sure that uh, whatever your solution that you're providing, if it's to another investor, if it's to uh, uh, to uh, John Doe and his family on the street, is there something that you can do inside of your business that's really going to be transformational to the um, uh, to that particular client? And so if you're able to do that, it's really going to kind of set you apart from others, uh, from other types of businesses. If you're able to actually truly get in uh, into their uh, into their business or uh, if it's a, a B2C, uh, work with the consumer to really kind of just do something for them that really is a lot more impactful than simply just be meeting, meeting the bare minimum expectations. And this can even sometimes just be, and, and I find this a lot, uh, that Many times just going back to many of the basics and just finding an, a, a more intuitive way or a unique way to explain to them the uh, the, the possible, the problem and the solution uh, and, then, uh, and, all, and then also be able to help them implement it. 
And so sometimes it just boils, it can be just simply boiling it back down to the basics, but delivered in a way that shows that you truly care and to provide it in unique ways to where it can be more easily understood and implemented. So it doesn't have to be this kind of this unique, you know, great thing that comes, it can just really just be doing some of the same things that others are doing, but just doing it in a better way, in a, in a more unique way, and uh, in a way that you, that it really shows that you care about the, you care about your customer. And then lastly, uh, make sure that you're establishing performance metrics to gauge client satisfaction. So, and that can look at many different ways. I mean, you can think of, you know, surveys going out to clients. I don't know how, how many of those actually would ever get completed. But I think a lot of times it can just simply go uh, through the process of just having, uh, just having conversations. And so if you have kind of regular types of um of, uh, of meetings with your with your clients or with your customers, simply ask them if it's a transactional type of a relationship uh, to make sure you have that conversation. Is there anything that we could have done better? Uh, can you give us some feedback? Did you have a good customer experience? Uh, things of that nature, and just uh, to be regular, regularly having those types of dialogue with your with your client, and then also be kind of carefully reading through emails. Many times, when if you have a, a type of business where your clients are communicating uh, through emails, you can really kind of sense whether or not that client feels like they're satisfied or not. Okay. Uh, and this goes well beyond just asking for a review and all these other types of things that everyone else is doing, but really getting to the point of showing a level of care to where you have a meaningful conversation uh, with your with your customer, with your client, and then communicating that back to the to the rest of the team. Understanding, hey, this is some this is one area that um, the client's really thinking we're doing a good job, and this is an area where we feel like we need to work on. If you're doing these types of things, and this is being this is. Uh, being done in a way that you can measure uh, internally uh, beyond just okay. Did the client sign the renewal engagement? Did the client come back? These are these are easy, more easily defined metrics, but really kind of going beyond that and having those meaningful conversations uh, with your customers to really try to determine whether or not that you are meeting not just meeting but also exceeding those expectations. And there's some areas of weaknesses. Uh, making sure that uh, that you have the type of relationship with your clients that they're willing to give you that information. And uh, and unfortunately for for us, uh, we have many of our clients that they are very willing and very transparent and simply saying, you know what, we're having a problem in this area. Josh, you're, you're, you and your business aren't, you're kind of missing the mark in this area. And then, um, uh, or, you know, if you could really do this, it could really be helpful to us. Uh, and then uh, and then also in the alternative, and of course, we all, always like that when we're told that we're doing a great job. Okay. Um, but many times you're going out and, you know, you're asking, you know, for surveys, that type, that type of thing. It's just simply people answering questions. It's not really going to give you, I think, the true insight into your business to know what areas specifically that you should work on to improve the client experience. And then as you grow your business, how do you go about making sure that you give every client the uh, the type of experience that the client who really uh, told you that uh, thought you're doing a great job and told you why that you can do that for, for all of your clients or as many of clients as you possibly can. Hope this particular podcast uh, brought you uh, some value. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing. Once again, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Have a wonderful day.